Hello and welcome. Yours truly, Ron Stafford, with you on another exciting episode of Unconventional Ministry. Of course, we are a podcast of Sat7. We've had some wonderful conversations with ministry leaders and clinical psychologists and just great people all across the country and the world as well. We've had some great uh, chats with our new uh, CEO of Sat7, Rita Elmunayer. We've talked with Assam Nagi. And with me on the line right now is Pastor Jalil Dawood. He is a pastor of the Arab. Church of Dallas, Texas. Pastor Jaleel, how are you today, my friend? Uh, good to be with you. Thank you. God bless you. appreciate you having me with you today in the, in the program. No problem. Thank you for being on the line. Let's just get into a little bit of a background on your work. Can you provide more uh, information about your life and how you came to the U.S.? I did uh, flee persecution uh, and uh, also turmoil of the war between Iraq and Iran mm. in 1982. Okay. Uh, we were living in a state police of Saddam Hussein, mm. and uh, we wanted to uh, have freedom. And basically, I had to flee when I was 18 years old, uh, and the Lord was gracious to help me flee Iraq without getting caught. Mm. On the process, I went to Rome, Italy, and in Rome, uh, I met a gentleman from America, and he shared the gospel. Mm. The gospel was very simple yet profound, and he shared the gospel, the salvation of the Lord through the cross only, and uh, he asked us if anyone would wish to accept that, and I did. Wonderful. So, even though I grew up a Christian, my background... I've known about the Lord, but I have not had a personal relationship with Him as a person, as a religious person, but Mm -hmm. uh, not born-again person. So when He did share with me and another gentleman, we prayed with Him, and and the Lord never left us. Mm -hmm. We've been walking with Him, and He's walking with us, and... uh, Yes, that's fantastic. How did you end up in Dallas? Talk about your journey to the U.S., uh, specifically coming to uh, Texas. You know, when I made it to Italy, I had no um, idea how long I'm going to be there. And um, there were approximately two to 3,000 refugees there, and they said, uh, there's a line, and um, you're going to be the last one in this line because you made it here one of the last people who got out of mm. uh, Iraq and, uh, you know, till the war ended in, between Iraq and Iran, 88. Right. Okay. So the borders were closed. What happened is uh, President Reagan, uh, his department uh, that deal with uh, refugees and immigrants um, basically issued a new law that if you are under 21 and you have a brother or sister or family member in America, you can join them. And uh, that's why I was able to join them mm. ahead of those two, three thousand. I made it here in seven months, praise the Lord. Yes. <laughs> and uh, started my journey to Dallas. I had two brothers here and uh, in Dallas, Texas, and um, they moved on, but I stayed in Dallas, Texas. and. Started, uh, you know, uh, my life in the beginning. First two years, I didn't have a car. I didn't speak uh, English well enough to uh, go around or work or anything like that. So little bit by little bit, 
the Lord is gracious and he sent people in your way that uh, were able to help you and also to find a church. I was not, I didn't have a church for two years, first two years here. I had people knock on my door and the Lord didn't give me peace about them, a couple of groups. And uh, then the third group came, I went with them and I was a, uh, evangelical church and uh, Baptist church, and I did go with them, and uh, I've been with them since as a, as a believer, and I uh, praise the Lord. He took care of me spiritually, and uh, also as far as physical uh, need, he, uh, you know, provided for me work a little bit at a time, and, uh, you know, I was able to maintain myself with work and study, work and study. And as an immigrant, refugee slash immigrant, and um, didn't see my parents for 10 years. It took the family 24 years to get together again. Studied and worked a lot of to get to regular college and then to Dallas Seminary and um, attending the Arabic Church, which was basically refugees and immigrants as well. Mm growing with it and uh, serving with it in any capacity that was available uh, and based on the gift of the, of the Lord. So uh, it's been, uh, it was a very difficult journey, yet it was uh, looking back and looking at life in general. I'm thankful to the Lord for his uh, uh, graciousness toward uh, us. And he, he did say in his word that his eyes is upon the uh, the widow and the orphan and the stranger. So right. his eyes is equally on the alien as it is on the widow and the orphans, and he does not, you know, leave them unless they're taken care of. So this is uh, that's fantastic. Uh, the love of the Lord, and uh, he he did speak about that. That's wonderful. How long has the Arabic Church been in the community there in Dallas? How long have you guys been around now? Officially, as a church since '84. Okay. And I joined them at that time. But before that, even was there's a Bible, small Bible study that's trying to reach the community for gotcha. Christ. Okay. Continue to be small because um, it's based on people that come, and a lot of them do uh, assimilate to the culture and to the America and to the church and join the American church. And uh, the one who are new, uh, or the one who is uh, and are not, out going into the culture, usually they do stay with the church. As a first generation, Christian refugees um, have no issues whatsoever as far as assimilating to the culture, not opposing the culture, assimilating mm-hmm. to um, the thing of God, assimilating to, uh, to what God wants them to do in this new culture, and acceptance of what is right and wrong and you will never hear a terrorist from a Christian background. It doesn't exist. That's my prayer that we help the persecuted church, the refugees that are hanging and waiting, some of them 10 years and all over the Middle East, that we need to help them because they are peaceful people, they are protected people. And, um, you know, we need to see how the Lord uses us toward them and helping them. Exactly. How have you specifically seen ministry done recently there at the Arabic Church since your time coming there? The uniqueness of the Arabic Church is we speak the language. The uniqueness of the Arabic Church is we know the culture. Uh, and uh, the uniqueness of the Arabic ch- culture is, uh, you know, it's a family-oriented 
culture. So mm-hmm. those are the main aspects of it. Uh, but as I said, people assimilate to this culture, and usually within second or third generation of uh, refugees or immigrants, they are completely uh, gone into the culture 100%. So uh, we try to minister to the people that they would feel that they are welcomed here, they are loved, they have a family, they are not isolated, and also honoring the Lord and reaching out to the people that need salvation, and that's what we do. That's fantastic. Talk about your work with Sat7 and the impact that it's had on your life. As a person who worked with refugees, I established a nonprofit organization called uh, World Refugee Care, and uh, I am working uh, as far as that organization to reach out to refugees. So one of the things I'm thankful to Sat7 is giving me a platform to create a program that in Arabic for uh, the Arabic-speaking people, and specifically for my dialect, an Iraqi dialect, which is more of a Gulf country dialect. So, like, for example, Iraq and the Kuwait and Saudi and, and Qatar and United Arab Emirates have a closer, uh, the Kuwaitis have a closer dialect. So I speak at the program, I have a program there, I'm thankful to the Lord that Seven allowed me to be part of the programming by having a small program. I named the program Stranger on the Earth. Hmm. And um, I'm in the program, I just uh, 15 minutes trying to reach uh, to a point and share the gospel. And I'm, I'm blessed to be part of that and thankful to the Lord for Seven for allowing me to be part of their platform to reach Arabic-speaking people, and which I believe you guys reach about 25 million, and I'm thankful that they can hear the gospel in their own language. Excellent. Thank you so much for that. Would you mind, I know your time is precious, would you mind closing out our time today, uh, Pastor uh, Jalil, with a word of prayer? Would you mind doing that for us, please? Sure, sure. Uh, Lord, we do come to you knowing that you are a good God, you are our Father, and uh, you love people. You want us to share your love with people as in your word indicate to us in Acts 8 in Jerusalem, in Judea and Samaria, and to the end of the world. Uh, Lord, I do thank you that uh, you look at Samaria and people may be not comfortable with it, but you want us to go there and work with those people and share your love and share your concern. I do thank you that you use different tools and whatever this earth has for your glory. And uh, thank you that Sat7 is part of your glory to share the gospel with the lost. And I'm thankful to you that, you know, that you know the need of immigrants and refugees and the people who are in need of hearing your word and encouragement from you to get saved, that they also to not miss your grace. I thank you and pray for Sat7 that you provide for Sat7 the need they have as a ministry, as an organization, that your light, your salt come through us to all the people that uh, partner and hear and listen and learn about you and your love. I thank you for my brother, and bless him, bless his life also. In Christ's name I pray. Amen. Thank you so much for that. Uh, Pastor Jaleel Dawood of the Arabic Church of Dallas, Texas. Is there a website for the church, Pastor, where our listeners can go for more information? Yes, 
sir, there is the Arabic Church of Dallas and also World Refugee Care. And uh, we, we minister here overseas uh, to refugees and immigrants uh, through mm-hmm. both of those ministries. And we're thankful for South Southern's partner with us in this, and we are partner in this endeavor to do the will of God in this. Yes. Do you have websites for both the church and for uh, the World uh, Refugee Organization? Yeah, just the name, worldrefugee.org and uh, worldrefugeecare.org and okay. ericchurchofdallas.org. Okay. And those are the website. And also we've written, I've written a short book. It's called uh, The Refugee, and uh, you can find it uh, easily in Amazon by Jaleel Dawood. Hmm. And it's my story of how I escaped from Iraq and the work with refugees. Fantastic. Pastor Jaleel Dawood of the Arabic Church of Dallas, Texas. Thank you so much for the time today. I learned a lot. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you. God bless you. And again, that is uh, Pastor Jaleel Dawood of the Arabic Church of Dallas, Texas. Check them out online. And uh, just a wonderful website. It's a wonderful ministry. That's going to do it for me, Ron Stafford. Thanking you, as always, for being right there. And remember, only with God's strength and God's help, You can indeed make this day a great day, and even better tomorrow. We'll chat again next time. We live in a changing world that offers more ways than ever to minister to others. Sat7 is changing how ministry is done by using cutting-edge technology. We beam age-old biblical truth through well-produced programs into living rooms. And by partnering with churches, we are able to overcome obstacles in communicating the gospel message around the world. We also offer web streaming, and our apps can be downloaded on various smart devices across the Middle East and North Africa. Sat7 crosses borders and historic boundaries in the distribution of the gospel and making the gospel available to everyone in that region of the world. But in order for Sat7 to continue in this effort, we need support from listeners like you. Visit us online today at sat7usa.org slash unconventional. Again, that's sat7usa.org slash unconventional. Or give us a call at 866-744-7287. That's 866-744-7287.